Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. This morning is your chance to help us out with this charity that has now become, I don't want to say a full-time job, but uh, doing some really cool stuff all over the world, including the U.K., Ireland. So with that said, and this is hard to believe, married almost 31 years in this business, now going on 25 years next year. And somehow this is the first time ever that Danielle Rosenberg has been live in studio with me. In fact, as far as I can remember, she's only been on my shows, which include WFAN, three shows in Florida, WABC once. And that was six years ago. When I think Bernie, God rest his soul, and Jill somehow coaxed her into calling me for my 50th birthday when she had a birthday cake delivered to Madison Square Garden. But for the first time ever, live in studio with me, my beautiful wife, Danielle. Good morning. Good morning. How do you feel? A little bit nervous. Um, I don't know how you do it. Um, not quite awake. Did you see those six minutes just now? It was like it just kind of rolled <laughs> exactly. off. Exactly. And... Now I understand why you fall asleep at 8 o'clock. <laughs> You're not going to remember that, of course, Monday. Why are you so tired? Well, you saw what I did at Probably 6.02 not. in the morning. Yeah. Probably not. But first, I just wanted to say um, to the audience that I wanted to express and share my condolences with regard to, to Bernie. Yeah. Um, and as you mentioned, about the only time that I called in, it was only Bernie who would be able to get me to do it. He did. I know that you had tried me, tried to have me call in to Imus, and even Imus at some point called me and asked me to please call in, and I would not do it. So, but Bernie got you to do it, absolutely. Yeah, and over the years, you got to know um, Bernard very, very well, Danielle. Yeah. And I know that you, you really loved him too. And he was great to Gaby and Ava and you. He loved you. He was so excited for you when you were sworn into the Supreme Court. A thousand percent, and I really, really, really appreciated. How warm he was and how kind he was to both our children, yeah. actually. so That was a sad night. Uh, we were laying in bed watching TV when Mike Breen called the Yum Kipper night. And it was just um, yeah. terrible, terrible. Absolutely. Well, they'll be in today, uh, Bernie's kids, both Brendan and Melanie. That promises to be a, a very emotional and very nice 8 o'clock hour coming up this morning. But you're here for a very important reason this morning. Our son Gabriel, once again, as a little boy, was diagnosed with dyspraxia. You have been on a mission. This is great mothering, by the way, great mothering. You've been on a mission for 13 years, basically, to uh, find out more about that disability, get the word out there about that disability. I've said many times uh, the disability here in the United States kind of goes unnoticed, undiagnosed, where autism gets all the play. In countries like the U.K. and Ireland, they talk about dyspraxia. Here in the United States, we talk about autism, yet there's probably millions of people, including me, including me, that have dyspraxia. So for folks that are just tuning in and want to donate this morning, learn more about what Gabriel has, give them a little uh, summary version, Danielle, of what you've been through, what Gabe's been through, and what we're doing here this morning. Certainly. Um, Well, what we learned is when we had Gabriel, he was hitting a lot of the emotional and intellectual milestones. He was smiling, he made eye contact, he was engaged. But if you recall, he wasn't rolling, 
He wasn't pulling himself up. He wasn't crawling. He never went through those progressions, those normal physical milestones. And um, we were told basically that, you know, every child develops at their own rate and that he was very heavy. So that had something to do with it. He was a fat little kid, wasn't he? (laughs) And um, now he weighs about 30 pounds soaking wet, my son. He's a long string bean. Right. So, and if you recall, when we would change him, Sometimes to get him to sit up, we would actually have to hold his legs down because right. otherwise he would jack up, right. jackknife rather, right. um, and he wasn't able to sit up. So, um, Be careful, Danielle. I, I, yeah, sorry. I thought we needed more delay and I was almost ready. No, it was a jackknife. Yeah. Yeah. So um, those were the type of things that we were noticing. But he was smiling, making eye contact. He spoke very early. He laughed. Um, at jokes, he w- we knew stuff was going on upstairs. So um, our pediatrician kind of reluctantly said, we'll give you early intervention. He was about 15 months old at the time, and he still wasn't doing all these things. He wasn't walking. So we had, thank God, the early intervention, and um, he learned to walk uh, within about four and a half, five months. But it was a struggle, um, and we were very happy. But we still didn't know what the problem was. Um, and then we were told that if he wasn't able to jump, uh, do certain uh, fine and gross motor skills tasks by the age of three, that we should seek further intervention. So, of course, those things happen, and we sought further intervention. We took him to Miami Children's Hospital, and we had him diagnosed by Dr., I believe, Trevor Resnick. Right. You love is, that guy. Yeah, a pediatric neurologist. Well, you know what? He, You are not a big fan for different reasons, but right. he gave well, him I've the appropriate— Well, I've stated the reasons are, don't tell me what my son can't do, won't be able to do, which my son, our son, right. has been able to do. He'll never lead the league. I mean, I, I get it. And, and thank God he was there to diagnose him so we knew what he yes. had, which was a major relief. But the way he said it, he was such a dick. And uh, my son has uh, done things that he said he would never do. All right. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get mad. It's the truth. <laughs> so when he gave him the diagnosis, dyspraxia, he told us dyspraxia. And we were like, what is that? And we started researching it. We were Googling it. We were on our phones. And every piece of information came from the U.K., so we just showered Gabriel with all these various interventions, OT, PT, speech, everything. And he was in regular public school. He didn't require any special needs type of education at that point. And um, he did great. And uh, then we moved to New York. And he was about seven. And we went and put him into a typical public school here. So he went from a classroom of 17 kids to 30-something kids, and it was a struggle. And this it was is much where, different. Bernard was uh, really helpful here, too, because he was very familiar with what was going on. And I would come in after a long night. You and I both had a lot of long nights, Danielle, back mm-hmm. then. And I'm not going to get into specifics as to what happened. I will tell you, the school was peck slip, and I've been over that a million times on this show. Um, but um, long story short, Bernie helped me out quite a bit during those days because it was a very rough time for Gabriel and in turn a very rough time for me and you. Right. And to be really, really fair, Deirdre and Don. I miss. Yeah. Were major. Huge. And putting us in touch with various organizations, um, Skip of New York in particular, um, to help 
with Gabriel and help deal with that particular time frame. But the bottom line is, is that he looks pretty typical. If you take a look at him, he looks like your average kid. But the bottom line is he's not inside. Um, it takes him longer to process information sometimes, especially when it comes to motor skills um, and certain tasks like long division, division and short-term memory things. So sometimes things have to be repeated. Um, when he gets anxious or nervous, um, his speech sometimes becomes delayed. He will stutter too sometimes too. And he I will stammer. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's just, it's something that affects various people differently. Um, we were fortunate enough that we had such a big red flag that he wasn't able to walk that we were able to get really um, early intervention. Yeah. But some children aren't diagnosed until they're five, ten years old. Some people who are older were never diagnosed. But in the UK, like me, like me for example, well, I've got you it. haven't been you haven't been formally diagnosed. Yeah, but you know I've got it. You've got something. I, <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. Okay, fine. Well, I can't button. Well, I can't button my button sometimes in the morning right. on and my shirt, and I start freaking out. I start sweating, having anxiety attacks. Right, but the bottom line is that you can. Well, eventually, eventually. it took me right. forty-four years. But some people cannot yeah. cannot zipper their coats, cannot button mm. their buttons. Mm. They can't um, <laughs> open up certain packages. Ah, so far, I'm three for three. They can't <laughs> yeah. open a door. They don't know if they should turn it to the right or to right. the left. Do you push? Do you pull? Right. Um, I couldn't tie my laces for the longest time. Right. For the longest time. And here we go. Yeah. I mean, the only I know it's all about you, Sid. <laughs> the only exactly. difference with me is that somehow, mm-hmm. while I did suffer through all of this, like my son, right. I was a tremendous athlete, as you know very well, watching me play basketball, Marine Park, for hours a day. How good was I, Danielle? Be honest. Um, for the geriatric. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's not true. You know that's not, not true. Not and then I, yeah. I like to say that your positive attitude um, really helps with Gabriel. Um, you. And you really help um, give him the support that he needs. Thank you. Um, but look, I want to be a little bit clearer to the listeners that he can throw a football now, but it's taken a really long time. Right. It's not great. No. He doesn't play football. No. But we've gotten to the point where we can have a catch. Um, sometimes, sometimes you ever see the movie, uh, when, uh, De Niro and, uh, what's his name? He's dead now. He killed himself. Uh, Robin Williams. And these are uh, people in wheelchairs. They suffer from, I forget what it was, some catatonic state And in the beginning of the movie, just to see if the medication was working. Oh, awakenings. <laughs> awakenings. They would take a tennis ball and throw it at these folks in the wheelchairs to see if they would actually catch the ball. Yeah. And time after time, it would hit the people in the face. <laughs> and the ball would just fall. Sometimes Gabe is like that. But he's gotten so much better. This is where I got angry with the doctor, to Danielle's point. Because there was a time you'd throw him the ball, it would just hit him in the face. Right. And now when he was much able... younger. And that's very yes. important because what happened was he wasn't able to react when he was younger in time. So if he fell... His arms wouldn't go out to right. stop him. He would fall like a tree in the forest, and he would just land on his face or his head. head all the time. And he did have a couple of concussions when yep. he was younger. Yep. Um, and these things do not go away. These are permanent neurological issues that people with dyspraxia face. So there may be times where their motor skills appear to be improved because they're younger, they're stronger, they've had more experience going through uh, a certain set of Circumstances, so their recall 
oh, this is the door. I turn the handle to the right or I turn it to the mm -hmm. left or I push or I pull. Right. But again, as they get older, things regress again. So um, basically, we started this foundation because there's not a lot of information in the U.S. about this. And we want to raise money to help fund the foundation so that we can set up a database, for example, a referral database where people who have dyspraxia or their children have dyspraxia can go to and find a, the appropriate medical or clini clinician um, to work with their child or their adult. Um, you give me the signal. No, keep going. Okay. All right. You, about 30 um, you need PT. You need no. OT. You need legal assistance because here in the state of New York, if your child isn't getting a free and appropriate education within the public school institution, sometimes they need a private school, and you need special needs attorneys who are experienced with this to help you navigate through the process. So those are just some of the things that um, I'm laying out right now, and I'll get to the others after the break. All right. The Spotlight, uh, Spotlight Foundation for Dysproxy and DCD, like Danielle's talking about, will help raise awareness within the general public and consequently reduce stigma associated with dysproxia and DCD-related symptoms. To learn more, of course, you can go to our website at spotlightfoundationdysproxia.org. And to start making donations as we speak, you can go to our station website, wabcradio.com. You'll notice a button at the very top of the page, folks, where you scroll down on that button. It talks about all the charities here. We're the number one, the top spotlight foundation, number one on that page. You can donate there or you can call right now, 1-800-890-9088. That's 1-800-890-9088. And help make a difference for Gabriel and millions like Gabriel around the world. Huge guest list today. Danielle's going to stick around till about 7.30. Bernie's kids will stop by between 8 and 9. Some other really big-name guests along the way. 1-800-848-WABC. 1-800-848-9222. Welcome to the Friday edition. More of Danielle and Sid right after this.
Peter Gabriel in your eyes at 628 on your Friday morning once again. Big show coming up. Bernie's two children, Melanie and Brendan, coming in at 8 o'clock. My wife, Danielle, is here as we speak. It is also today the first ever here on this program, at least, the first ever Spotlight Foundation for Dyspraxia DCD Radiothon. And you can donate right now by going to the WABCRadio.com website. You'll see a button at the very top of the page for the foundations here at WABC. Spotlight is the very first one. You can donate there or call 1-800-890-9088. That's 1-800-890-9088. We don't care. Just uh, help if you can today. And Gabriel, of course, has been diagnosed with dyspraxia, our son, as well as millions of others around the world. We'll get back to Danielle in a second. But Joe Biden, as my dear friend Bernie would say, the imbecile in the White House, was at it again yesterday out in Syracuse with Kathy Hochul. If you don't know, the New York Post today has officially endorsed Lee Zeldin, which we knew they would do. And we've endorsed Lee Zeldin a long time ago. But it is a big deal. Cover up today's New York Post, Lee Zeldin has been endorsed. Kathy Hochul out there with Joe Biden yesterday. And Biden, once again, as only he can do, lying for the better part of one hour. He talked specifically about the economy yesterday. And what's funny is that Syracuse is one of those towns in upstate New York that Andrew Giuliani and Harry Wilson, who actually sent me a text yesterday about Bernard, and Rob Astorino and Lee Zeldin talk about all the time. Syracuse, Binghamton, Rochester, Utica, Monticello, all these towns in New York that are dying. And because they're dying economically, that's when the drugs come in. And you start to see fentanyl deaths and crime. And that's a huge issue, including Buffalo. But, of course, all Kathy Hochul cares about is those Buffalo Bills stay home. So Joe Biden is in Syracuse yesterday with his uh, press gaggle is there as well. And he's telling everybody things are great. Things are great. It's a complete, as Joe Beningo would say, disaster. Here is uh, Joe Biden number one with the press gaggle in Syracuse yesterday. Report today, the GDP report. Things are looking good. (laughs) Things are looking good. Then he goes on to say that his plan is working, unlike the Republican plan. Of course, we know that when Donald Trump was president, for the better part of three and a half years until COVID came along, we never did better. The stock market was reaching all new highs. Every community, African-American, Latino, it didn't matter. Everybody was doing great, great. No one is doing well these days, yet Joe Biden continues to lie and said yesterday, my plan is working, unlike the Republicans. Lewis, this is Joe Biden number five. Today's announcement is the latest example of my economic plan at work. I've said from the beginning that my objective is to build an economy from the bottom up, bottom up and the middle out. Yeah. Economy that rewards work, not just wealth. An economy that works for everyone. So the poor have a ladder up, the middle class can do better. And when that happens, the wealthy do very well. They don't get hurt at all. They do very well. Mm. It's a fundamental shift, and it's working compared to what the very conservative Republicans are offering these days. What's working? What is working? Inflation is 8.2%. Yes, it's down from 8.5% to 8.2%. When Donald Trump left office, it was 1.3%. Gas prices are up nearly a dollar. Supply chain issues are still rocking this country. And around the world, the economy is getting worse and worse, and we're not helping. What is, what is, what is working here? What am I missing? 
He talks about inflation being down here. Yes, it's down from 8.5 to 8.2. Still putting a stranglehold on almost every American across this country. This is Joe Biden, number seven. Today, the GDP results came out, and the economy, in fact, is growing. <laughs> Stop it. In fact, the economy grew at 2.6% rate last quarter. And although it may not feel like it for everyone, people's incomes went up last quarter more than inflation went up. Right. And enough growth... And they clap, these idiots. So economic growth is up. The price of inflation is down. Real incomes are, on, really. going, are up. Nope. And the price of gas is down. Yeah. If things were so high before, Biden, you moron, that eventually, yes, gas prices will come down. Inflation will go down. They are still at astronomical numbers. What good is going down? When we get to 2 or 3%, Joe Biden, then you can beat your chest. Not at 8.2. But, of course, it would not be a Joe Biden day without blasting Donald Trump, which he does twice now. One thing Donald Trump did, he brought, well, he did more than one thing, but he did bring jobs back to America. He promised he would do that, and he did. Big companies came back here from countries like Mexico and China. With the Democrats, they leave, they run out of here. And yet Joe Biden had the balls yesterday to say that he's bringing back manufacturing jobs unlike Donald Trump. It's the complete opposite. This is Joe Biden, number eight. The previous president made a string of broken promises in places like Wisconsin, Indiana, Ohio, where promised investments in jobs and manufacturing never materialized. <laughs> but layoffs... And shuttered factories did materialize. On my watch, we've kept our commitments. Watch me. On my watch, made in America just a sl- just in just a slogan. It's a reality. Right. Made in America. Uh-huh. What a mess. What a mess. So that was Joe Biden with Kathy Hochul in uh, Syracuse yesterday. You know, I, I tell people, Danielle, all the time they go, um, so does Danielle love the show, you know. And I said, I, I think Danielle likes the show when she listens, you know. And they go, what do you mean when she listens? And I say, well, you're not going to believe this. Her husband is number one in New York. Number one. Everybody talks about this show wherever we go. And yet Danielle doesn't really listen. And they're like, well, maybe she likes music. I go, no, no. So why don't you tell the folks who you listen to in the morning rather than your husband, who's number one? Okay. So let me just move towards the mic, by the way. Move let me just the way give to, you a little yeah. context before uh, I answer your question. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Life is hard enough as it is. Okay. And especially nowadays, everything is a little bit more difficult. All right. Um, financially, uh, children's age. We have mm-hmm. a daughter overseas in mm-hmm. school, mm-hmm. our son. Yeah. So. Also, my job. But wait a second. Didn't you just wait a second? He- wait, didn't you just hear Joe Biden? He said things are great. Okay. Yeah. All right. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. So, and as you know, my job, I try not to take it home, but sometimes I do. A lot of times. And I deal with a lot of people who need help, mm-hmm. um, whether they're going through a divorce, they're having issues at work, and they're angry. Mm-hmm. They're dealing with financial, emotional issues and problems at home. And I just want to laugh, but I want to laugh all morning long. You want to laugh distra- all morning. Right. I need a distraction. Right. Sure. And yes, I used to have a particular radio show that I would go to prior to COVID because all that show focused on was honestly like 13-year-old degenerate humor. You it can was say, just you, like... You can say his name. Okay. Howard. Howard, Howard Stern. Yes. Howard Stern? Right. Because it was just funny, yeah. nonsense, ridiculousness. And But since COVID... 
he talks about politics as well. Right. And I don't I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to hear negative negativity. I just want to laugh and hear like stupid stuff. Right. Um well, we do a lot of stupid stuff on this show. Even when we talk politics, it's relatively stupid. Right. Yeah. And also, <laughs> like sometimes, as you know, yeah. I'll text you. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'll say Make sure you say allegedly uh-huh. or something like that. Right. I just, well, you know, every, every wife does that. Bernie right. would get texts from Carol all morning long. I understand, but I yeah. don't want to argue when we get home. And I just figure it's better I stay in my lane, you stay in your lane. But, that, and it, but, but you realize when you bring up Howard at home, which you do all the time, on Howard Stern today, I'm like, Danielle, I'm on the air at the same time. I'm your husband. I'm number one. It would be like me going, you know, D, I'm gonna, I want to go to court one day mm-hmm. and watch an attorney while they're doing their job, because I think it'll be exciting. I'm not going to go watch you, though. I'm going to go watch your friend, Danielle, in, uh, you know, in Huntington, instead of watching you. Why How would you think that your skin yeah. would have thickened by now? So no, It hasn't. No. <laughs> I'll be quiet, Lewis. Don't feed into this. Doug Kisler, by the way, is, uh, has checked in here. And we have a ton of people who have already donated on the website. Thank you, Doug Kisler. We've got uh, Regina Keller. We've got Patricia Palos, Patsy Siciliano, a longtime fan of me and Bernie and Don Imus, Donald Bernstein, Diane DeVito, Gerard Paris, Elise Aicho, Karen Wicks, Sorinda Fulgioni, she's actually uh, donated twice, and uh, Elle McMean, who's also an attorney and a musician and uh, is a big fan of ours. Once again, you can donate all morning long to the Dysproxia, the Spotlight Foundation, at the website, wabcradio.com. There's a button at the very top of the page. You just hit that button. All the foundations will scroll, and we're at the very, very top spotlight. You can donate right there or call 1-800-890-9088. This is my sister Lizzie's company. They are standing by all morning long, 1-800-890-9088. And quickly in the next two minutes, Danielle, because we've got Dr. Patricia Tamplain coming on. Wonderful. Yes, Priscilla, I should say. I just wanted to get to what the funding allocation is, because that's something that I would want to know if I'm donating. Where are my dollars going to? Sure. So what the organization, the foundation, is going to be doing is creating a national referral database. So that includes the medical community. Um, We want to have experienced medical and clinician uh, persons who are experienced with working with persons with dyspraxia that we can refer to people who go to our website around the country. Um, We want to be able to refer people who need assistance with in the legal arena, Disability and Special Needs Council, so that they can get assistance with obtaining a free and appropriate education for your child that may not be be met at their current educational institution. We are also working on a program with regard to educational professionals. We're going to be rolling out a program for schools, both private and public. We're creating a survey, and we're going to have a focus group um, to find out what these educational professionals need in order to work with people who have dyspraxia and have been diagnosed with DCD because their needs are different in a classroom than typical learning children are. All right. Uh, we're also going to be working, uh, providing information and resources to working professionals because there are adults, obviously, who have dyspraxia and DCD, and they need support in the workplace, things like reasonable accommodations, Um we're going to be having an annual conference for in the U.S. for medical professionals to liaison with those in the U.K. and the European Union 
um, so that the two can um, meet and information can be shared within a medical community with regard to how to diagnose and assess persons with dyspraxia and DCD. We want to develop a, a legal program where they can get continuing legal education credits for uh, working and representing persons with dyspraxia because their needs are different than other special needs persons. Um, we also want to engage in community awareness and things of that nature. I'm getting... 1-800-890-9088. That's how you donate right now. 1-800-890-9088 or at the website, wabcradio.com. And you said, we're sisters with nothing between. If one of us fall, the other will soon be following. Both of you fell the same day. You don't know why. One of you never woke up and you lay back. Footsteps again, but this house is on fire. We need to go. on your Friday morning, coming to you live from the recently named Bernard McGurk Studio. And Bernard's two treasures, his beautiful children, Brendan and Melanie, on their way in. They'll be live in studio with me coming up at 8 a.m. Promises to be a great hour. Right before them, coming up at 7.40, Lee Zeldin's deputy governor. She's terrific. Allison Esposito, former hornball star on MSNBC, Chris Matthews, uh, Chris Matthews, I should say, comes our way at 9.05. And Joe Pinion running against Chuck Schumer. He got that debate. It comes up on Sunday night. Chuck will join us at 9.25. Do want to thank Bill O'Reilly who has been very, very generous, I mean really generous. Years ago, me and Bernard actually went to a Bill O'Reilly live show at the theater in Huntington. And uh, what he said to us was, you'll come up on stage with me. And he talked about this during his tribute to Bernie when Bernie passed away. And um, I'll go to you guys, and we'll have a nice little riff back and forth, and I'll pay you by giving money to the charity of your choice. This is years ago. And Bill gave a very generous, very uh, donation to the Spotlight Foundation. So thank you for that. And for Howard Stern fans out there, Howard came up earlier. Marianne from Brooklyn just gave us a really nice donation. What, what is it, Lou? Yeah. For the Howard Stern fans, and I just pointed it. <laughs> I know. Well, you know what's funny? When I, when I did my book signing at Michael's of Brooklyn, she showed up, Marianne uh, from Brooklyn. And Danielle loves her. They're, they're kind of friendly, so. She well, just made a nice thing. Thank goodness. Do you like the Howard Stern? I know you work with them at NBC I, also. I didn't work at NBC. Oh, okay. So you never met them? No, I met him once. He's a very nice guy. Oh, Howard. Yeah, and I knew Gary for a while. Flafa Flofu. He's another nice guy. He's a dick. Uh, okay. That's yeah. what I meant to say. All right. But Stern you like. 
<laughs> yeah, he was just he was quiet, nice. It was at one of those holiday parties but where you, they had you six would never have you would there. never have the balls to say that when I was on the air that you liked Howard Stern. Sure, I would. I would say that. Yeah, why not? Yeah, he's dead yeah. now. You can say it now. Doug Kisler too. Doug has done a great job all morning long, and I have to wish Danielle, our brother-in-law, Ray Sherry, our beautiful sister, our brother-in-law Albert, yeah. who's been so good to you and I. Today he turned sixty-nine, a filthy number <laughs> for a degenerate like Albert, who you know very well, but uh, a lovable guy. We love him. Happy birthday, Albert. And I think their anniversary then comes tomorrow, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you wanted to uh, to promote the website, too. Don't forget Allison Esposito coming up next, then the McGurk children. So you want to promote the uh, the website. You're on video now, by the way, Danielle. You, you want to know if you're on video. So. Fabulous. Good. You look gorgeous. Um, promote the website. Uh, and, again, if you want to donate, please do it right now at WABCRadio.com. WABCRadio.com. You'll see the button at the very top of the page for the WABC Foundations. We are the first one that drops down the Spotlight Foundation for Dyspraxia DCD. And if you can't, for some reason, get to the website we do have a phone number you can call right now they're standing by 1-800-890-9088 that's 1-800-890-9088 but you know you want to send people to the actual dyspraxia website yes i want to give out the website address so people could look up there's much more information and resources about dyspraxia and dcd the website address is the spotlight foundation dash or hyphen Dyspraxia, D-Y-S-P-R-A-X-I-A dot org. So it's the Spotlight Foundation dash dyspraxia dot org. That is the other website where you can find out, uh, when you say more resources and information, what else would they find out there? They find out information, uh, more specific information about what is dyspraxia DCD, where the funding and allocation um, for the foundation goes to, what our mission is, they have resources um, under the resource tab, um, books that people could read, um, articles people could read, some more high-profile yeah. persons who have dyspraxia and DCD. There's a webinar by Dr. Amanda Kirby. She is one of the founding members of Dyspraxia UK, right. which we went to in June of 2019. We actually went to one of their um, conferences, and I had met with the board of trustees and that they said that they would love for a foundation in the U.S. to do some actual legwork and yep. real work, yep. and they would partner up with us as long as we gave them credit for whatever information that we share that originated from them. So there's information and a link to their foundation as well. There's a link about workplace support for pe- persons with dyspraxia and DCD, the adults, um, there's a bunch of information. All right. So in the next 60 seconds, because I know you're getting set to uh, actually go to work, you've got a real job. Yep. Uh, for folks that are listening, you've been here since 6 a.m. We opened the show together. We've done about 80 minutes together. Yes, we had Tam Plain on and we had John Katsimatidis on. But you have really spoken extensively about this foundation. And people are being very generous. Uh, Dougie keeps sending me more and more donations by the second. So for folks that may have just tuned in, our son Gabriel has been diagnosed with dyspraxia. This foundation, what it means to you, and this opportunity to do a radiothon on our show on WABC, what that means to you. It is probably one of the most significant, important things in my life. Um, 
we've had some ups and downs. Um, I've been able to <laughs> get out of here. Hello? Okay. <laughs> um, in that context, actually, um, we are a very good example of what support is. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and you are a recipient. Basically, yeah, a recipient, and uh, you've benefited from my support, community support, and this foundation is something that is in the spirit of support. We talk about community. Um, we talk about raising our children and supporting our adults. Um, some people are not typical learners. Um, they're not typical in the way they move, the way they think, um, the way that they behave. And um, this foundation is something that will be able, it'll be a vehicle for persons with dyspraxia and DCD to support them, to give them the appropriate resources so they can integrate appropriately in society, that they can feel good about themselves, um, and that they can learn more about what it is that they have, or for families, or work uh, employers who are dealing with persons with yep. dyspraxia. It's yep. just... So important, and um, it's just very personal, basically. Um, Don't start. To, are you going to start to cry? No, no, I'm not. You're not. I'm not you, <laughs> Sydney. I'm not no. you. But let's just say when I go to bed, and sometimes you get annoyed by this. Yeah. Um, I wake up and I start thinking about like what very annoying. we're going to leave behind for our son. Well, this is a good if thing. He's going to be supported yeah. as in his adulthood. Sorry, I'm tripping all over my words right now. I'm tired. Um, and in his adulthood, um, because he has dyspraxia, and yeah. it is not understood. Right. And how is he going to be treated? And how is he going to be supported? Right. And are people going to understand him? And I want to make sure that when we leave yep. this world that him and other people like him are, are good. This is great work. There's no question about it. It's a little selfish because Gabe does have it. But you're helping. You really are, Danielle. Millions of people. You should be very proud of yourself. It's not just me. We also have a team of five people yes. that are amazing that came on board. And one of them you're going to be speaking with later, um, Eric Sugar. Yes. Live yeah. from San Francisco coming up at 940. Uh, one more thing. Yes. In about 20 minutes, I'm going to bring on both of Bernard's children, Melanie and Brendan. Yes. It's going to be a great hour with those two kids. And I know you started the show by sending out your condolences to Carol and the kids. You've known Bernie uh, for 25 years, dating back to my first day at WFAN. And you and Bernie were actually kind of close. And Bernie would talk to you and was always very proud of you when you got sworn in at the Supreme Court that day when Trump beat Clinton. Mm -hmm. He was uh, beaming. And you guys were always very, very close. So as kids are driving right now, they're probably listening. What's your message to the McGurk family, Daniel? Um, Basically that despite... Put all of his his professional experience and accolades aside. Um, him as an individual, um, he was an amazing person, and I'm sure he's an amazing father based upon the, the children's character and upbringing. Um, and something that I always say to you, at the end of the day, when everything is said and done, you're not going to be – what's really important is to be known about – the type of person that you were, not just what your professional history was, but the person that you were, the father, the man, the husband. And I think that they obviously um, recognize what a great human being, what a great father that Bernie was and the impact that he will have on them growing up and going through life. And I think that is amazing and it's beautiful and it's something that people should focus on. It's hard not to get caught up, caught up in work 
and especially in this industry with the ratings and the competition. But the human being, the father, the husband, the man, that's the most important thing when all is said and done. That is beautiful. You were great today. I know you were nervous coming in this morning. We didn't talk a lot on the drive-in. We had Yacht Rock Radio on. Louis loves Yacht Rock I Radio. Love it. I'm on. <laughs> Danielle and I, right we now. start playing that on a Saturday, man, and we know it's going to be a good night after that. Oh, Yacht Rock Radio. You and MJ yeah. should try that. Yes. Well, we, we use several items. <laughs> Danielle took the ferry with MJ last night. I know. MJ said terrible things about you to Danielle. Is well, that true, D? Yeah. Is that you true? say it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> she sworn to secrecy. That's I fine. could just imagine what those two were saying about you and I. Um, I'm proud of you. I love you. And you Thank did a great you. job I love you. today. I'm proud of you as well. Thank you. Great this job is today. Hard. No, you did great. You did I'm a great job. I'm still not going to be easy on you, though. You're not going to be easy on Try me? Try make it up. This is a big deal, Danielle. Try and stay up till like, 9.30 tonight. You started the show by saying, now I know why you want to go to bed at 8 o'clock. What happened? <laughs> In an hour and a half, it's gone. You see this? Now yeah. I know why. Now it's gone 80 minutes later. Why is that? Yeah. It just is. Yeah. All right. Okay. We'll go out tonight. We'll have fun. Yeah. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you, too. Danielle Rosenberg, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, once again, if you want to donate to this wonderful cause, this being the very first ever Spotlight Foundation for Dyspraxia DCD Radiothon. And my wife, Danielle, is the one who really made all this happen. You can go to the website right now, wabcradio.com, wabcradio.com. There's a button there for all of the foundations here at the station. We are the very first one, the Spotlight Foundation. You can donate there if, for some reason, you can't get to the website. You can make an 800 call right now, one 800 8 1-800-890-9088. But of course, check out the website first, wabcradio.com, and donate to this wonderful cause today.